This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. I think uh, I think we saw something yesterday, Patrick. I think when Royce <laughs> when Royce Lewis was rounding second base, I envisioned the hand in the air silhouette yes. from yes. Game Six of nineteen ninety one. I I think it was the same. I think it was accidentally identical. I think that is. I think he's already uh, probably Royce Lewis probably has surpassed uh, Puckett uh, in in the, in the, in Twins lore. I would say. Now let me say this. He has muscled up, hasn't he? Have you noticed he that? He's a lot, lot bigger. thicker He's than he thicker. was. He's a lot thicker than he was, which makes him a little less quick than I thought he'd be at third base. That ball that went by him yesterday, I thought he might catch. But he did hit the ball to straightaway center field. And this isn't the titleist that we were hitting 2019. This is a real baseball. And uh, he did hit it. You know, when he hit it, I wasn't sure. And then uh, you could see that he looked at the dugout. He knew he did it. So it was a, you know, it was a great moment and all that. But let's settle down here, ladies and gentlemen. Let's see. This is what? Is it a week? Not a week yet. He's played right? three. He's played three games. Three games. <laughs> three games. My dear friend, Suhan, uh, now has called him the equal of Kirby Puckett or the closest we've been. So he's past Morneau, Maurer, oh, Torrey Hunter, all those guys. Uh, I, I I know we like to overreact and uh, and do things, but it is baseball. And uh, was it only a year ago we were pretty excited about Jose Miranda? Now he's not an athlete, okay, like Royce Lewis, but we were pretty damn excited about him. And now – uh, he's trying to get over the 200 mark in St. Paul. So uh, let's just let's just settle down. They, Twins they, Hall of Fame this weekend, Pat. I agree. <laughs> I let's think, put I him think in the you, Twins Hall of Fame who, Saturday. Who, who inducts him? Who inducts him this weekend? <laughs> I don't know who does make the induction speech. It's let's see. He's going to play 12 years, then he's going to wait five. So 17 years from now, who's going to make the induction speech at Cooperstown? I'd like him. He's a nice kid. I talked to him a couple of times, but this whole notion that uh, we should anoint him and some moron texted me and I can't use all the adjectives I used earlier to when we were discussing this texted me. Isn't, isn't it a time for you to write a cop? Now I don't think it was satire. It might've been satire. I, I don't think in Twitter, you can't tell sometimes. But this is Royce Lewis's team now, and not Byron Buxton's. Well, it hasn't been Buxton's team for about five years because he hasn't played. Okay, that it hasn't been Buxton's That's team. True. Yeah. But it's baseball, you morons. There's one sport where you can say 
this is well, you can say Gretzky, you know, this is Gretzky's team, okay, except he was surrounded by five of the greatest players that ever lived. But in basketball, you can say, okay, this is Nikolai Jokic's team. There's five guys on the floor. This is baseball, morons. Mike Trout's the best player in baseball, and he's played what? Two playoff games, three yeah, playoff games in his, like in his entire career. So, uh, yeah, come on. Don't, don't, don't. That's the trouble. One thing about modern sports, every, everything is related to football, right? I mean, so you, 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 you make all these assumptions about baseball and, you know, there's, there's, you know, you got the quarterback in football. Okay. You know, he can be the leader of the pack. That's for sure. But in baseball, it, one guy doesn't do it. And, it, it, and pitching's more important than hitting. Pitching's more important than hitting. And there's 13 guys pitching now. So, we, but we use these cliches that we use in other sports to apply to baseball, and it doesn't. So, <laughs> so it's not, if I'm deciphering, it sounds like you need to see at least the rest of the Guardian series here before you. Yes, yes, I think. I think before <laughs> I say. Take down the statue of Puck and put up a statue. You're at, yeah, the, when's the statue going up? Come Retire on. the number. Retire the number <laughs> yes. in July. What is the number? I, he hasn't even played long enough for me to know what his number is. What is his number? Does anybody know? I'll give you give you three guesses. Can 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 Royce can Royce guess Royce Lewis's number? Go ahead. Twenty eight. No, that's Bly Levin. Oh hell yes, that's right. No, I got no idea. I have no idea. It's a pretty, but it's a pretty bold number. It's a bold mm-hmm. number. Yeah, it's a bold seven, number. seven. No, no that's the thing it's a bold. Power. It's, that's it's power. bold. <laughs> that would be bold. Yeah. Well, you know what? Bring well, that one and give him seven. Is yeah. seven so they, did they retire seven, or yeah. did they just put him in the? Okay, it's seven. Yeah, seven's yeah, right. been retired. retired. Oh. Seven's, <laughs> I hope seven's been retired. Uh, I have no idea. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Okay. Well, that's a good number i guess nothing wrong with that number but yeah it's uh and it's he can it can be retired because i don't think we have any 23s do we so no I, well, I don't, here. We, good luck to him he's helped he's helped and that i think the last two wins have probably been their best of the season right yes. uh they yes. nice win against houston and then last night was probably the way cleveland has beaten them that 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 inning against Pablo was unbelievable. First of all, as I said on Twitter, he's walks miles. He's got a three to one lead. He's got mild straw. And he's trying to hit the outside corner with breaking balls. Throw a fastball this large down the middle of the plate, right that large, and let him hit it as far as he can, which will be. 40 feet away from the center field fence. His last name and his bat are made are the same material. Miles Straw is the worst hitting regular outfielder in baseball. And you start the inning by walking him on five pitches and don't come close on the on the last pitch instead of just throw it down the middle. And they end up getting five runs the way Cleveland does. You know, putting the ball in play. And, uh, Have you been able to use that line in a column yet? The Miles Straw. The I used it on Twitter. I did use that, but I, I, yeah, but I might, uh, I might, I might be able to today. I don't know. Get I, I, I got all worked up with the, uh, with the. Uh, 
you guys should be happy after this win, right? You shouldn't have to tell people that, you know, go out and take a jump in a cold, uh, you know, ice, I take an ice bath or something, for God's sakes. You worked it's out baseball. never. Huh? I it's said, baseball. You out never. Uh-uh. No, I'm worked up. It's unbelievable. By the way, I just looked up the history of twins wearing the number 23. It's kind of mm-hmm. a, it's kind of a graveyard of former top prospects, actually. Oh, really? <laughs> kind of makes me nervous. Uh, Willie Banks wore the number 23. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's going to be great. Let's see, Benj Sampson wore the number 23 for the Twins in the 90s. Bobby okay. Kilty, although he wasn't a uh, boss. Bobby, Bobby Kilty had a pretty good career. Not Most of it not here, though, right? Didn't Actually, it's funny. So he was, Bobby Kilty was traded, I think, for Shannon Stewart, right? Yes, and then right. Yeah, both of those him. guys wore the number 23. Uh, Shannon Stewart's probably the best player then with 23 that they've Ma- had, right? Matthew Leroy, 23. Until yesterday. Uh, oh, look yeah. at this. There's a guy that wanted to once challenge you to a fight in a public space. Brendan Harris wore the number 23. <laughs> Didn't he challenge you to a fight one time? Uh, no, not personally, but I heard that he was looking for me, yes, because <laughs> I had said something. Luke Hughes is. I thought you were going to say Luke Hughes. He's the one. No, that, uh, Hughes. Hughes pulled me aside one time in the in the Fort Myers <laughs> clubhouse and said uh, he just like kind of whistled me over and he was wearing his little cut off jean short yeah. shorts. He goes, "Hey, what's the deal with your co host, mate?" And I was like, "Can you elaborate?" He goes, "He shouldn't be allowed in here if he's just going to be ripping on everyone and negative." Uh-huh. And I had I had uh-huh. to have the conversation. I said, "Luke." If you go, I said, you get to dictate how people talk yes. about you. If you go hit 285 with 25 home runs, the narrative about you will be far different. He's like, I guess you got a point. <laughs> I think my rip of him was that he could only hit the ball in this, like, those six inches on the inside corner of the plate. If you threw anything away from him, but yeah. he, he uh, you know. We had hope for him, too, didn't we? We had big hope for him. We did, yeah. Work out. Did we have big hope for him? I don't remember. Yeah, he, he hit like huge. six home he runs in spring power. training he one had a time. Spring, yeah. We were, we were hoping our, to be like Dan Ugla light or something, but that was our Australian period. But uh, Liam Hughes, uh, who was the lefty? Brad Thomas, uh, wasn't he? Le- Aussie, yeah. and uh, and uh, another one. There was another one too. One other, and I think Nakamura, the reliever, was a Australian. He was too. an Aussie. Okay, a bad a bad Australian. And, uh, you know, he, he had 12 games. I looked it up yesterday with a nine ERA. I was, I was looking up yesterday on my right account for Sunday on relief pitchers we've hated through the decades, you know, uh, of the, and it's, there's certainly not the happy hunting grounds for these guys for the first 30 years of the franchise. Cause they only had four relievers, you know, yeah. nine or 10 pitchers. Now we got, now we got dozens to choose from, you know, yes. that uh, it, it, the pitching is so much different than, uh, you know, I always point out the, uh, is it 67 or 68 where they uh, had eight pitchers pitch all but 33 innings, eight wow. pitchers, all but 33 innings. So things have changed. Yeah. Bit. It wasn't really until maybe the mid nineties where you, like, I remember the Yankees were the first real high pro. Well, actually the, probably the Reds, the, the Reds early nineties teams that had like Norm Charlton, where you had oh, yeah. an established bridge to the closer. They had the know? three guys, uh, the nasty boys, Dibble, Char- uh, Charlton, Charlton, and who was, Meyer. 
Randy Meyer, Meyer, yeah. Yeah, two of them were left. Oh, that team swept the World Series against a great uh, Yan- Yankee team, right? Great mm-hmm. Yankee team? Yeah. So oh, that was uh, uh, Oakland, 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 yeah. That was the end of Oakland, right? The Pretty much the end of Oakland, yes. right? Yeah. I was, I remember, what I remember about covering that World Series in Cincinnati is we all had radio shacks then. We were out in the press box in the right field, uh, getting up in the right field one, and there was no light, and that thing needed light. You were looking up to see what you're looking up to see what you'd written, you know, and then type, type down. Because <laughs> there was that that thing needed some light to uh, get on it. But yeah, that that was was that was my Marge shot experience too. And I, I, they had one elevator going downstairs to get to the uh, clubhouse and. I was. I came back to the press box to get the elevator, and I was standing there early, and it opened up, and Marge was there, drunk, with like beer rolling out of her face, and says, "Get the bleep out of here! I got, I got MF by Marge shot. That was one of the highlights of my career. What a badge of honor! God, that's awesome. A drunk Marge shot on her way to sweeping the uh, World Series." Uh, Told me wow. to stay the hell out. So of what? The what was it? Not it was. It was the media elevator, and she just it was wanted, a small elevator. Up. But she was coming from a suite up above her, and and so she had gotten into it early, and I was trying to get into it in the ninth inning because you knew since Daddy was going to go on. She was certifiable. She did, she did not want company. <laughs> so anyway, so anyway, uh, yeah, they. Uh, this is. Uh, you you look and you'd say you got to beat this since this Cleveland club now right there's just not they're not much out there right bury, bury him right good. now this is this is time to build a a ten game lead in the division the fact that they yeah. only have a two and a half game lead I think is why there's so much fan angst right there's only yeah. one team in the American League outside of the Central that's below five hundred right now. And it's the Oakland A's. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. Every so there's four teams in the West, and all five teams in the East are above 500, and the Twins are above 500, and so the other the other five teams that are below 500, four are in the Central, and one is the Oakland Athletics. Yeah. They. I do not. I wouldn't. If I was a Twins fanatic, though, I would not fear. I, first of all, they aren't far enough over 500 to collapse, right? To have a collapse like they did last year. But if this pitching, if this rotation stays, you know, you're going to miss, somebody's going to miss two weeks here and there. But the pitching so much, the starting pitching so much better than it was last year that I don't see a collapse, you know. Yeah. You're not going to be sending out Chris Archer and Dylan Bundy and those guys. So I, I, I think they're going to they're going to be competitive all year. Although once they're done playing Cleveland here, they go out on the road and play Tampa and uh, who Tampa and somebody else. They yeah, have, well, Baltimore, well, Baltimore comes to town a, yeah. like in a few weeks. Yeah. Yeah. We can all bring up. How do you, do you let any air Cano get away? How could you possibly let him get away? What's wrong with the great hey, young arms in baseball? I want to okay. give you guys my favorite current twin statistic that I stumbled across this morning. So, I'm ready. Uh, Joey Gallo, we're like, what, 50 games? We're almost 60 games into the season here. And uh, Joey Gallo has more home runs than singles. <laughs> I think. Nice. 
Hasn't he done that in a year or two? I think he's done that. I'll but check. He's, uh, but that's, he's got 11 home runs, nine singles, five doubles, 62 strikeouts in 160 plate appearances. Yeah, he's, he's struck. Last year he struck out almost half the time, but he's he's going to be pushing 40% again. But but we love him. He, they, he's the one guy they don't take out of the lineup, but, of course, being available is a is a good thing. That catch in right field, though, man, that was a hell of a catch last night. It was. It I mean, was. He's fun to watch play the outfield. Yeah, much better with Kirilov playing first. How about Kirilov? He's an on-base machine, man. So, uh, uh, but uh, – they, uh, you know, they now Cray. I got. Don't you think they're going to put him on a DL this time? They got it now. Yeah, yeah. Let him take it. If it's any kind of plantar fasciitis, you got to let it heal, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, put him point. on short because, you know, you can, you can put Royce at short. And he played a lot there, and we could find out if he's the greatest shortstop in Twins history too to go with everything else. So. I got your but, Gallo answer here, by the way. So for his career, for his career, he has 188 home runs, 205 singles, <laughs> and 1,110 strikeouts. That might be the greatest stat ever, 188, three home runs and 205 singles. Unbelievable. He and, and In fact, he has 94 doubles, so he... Well, yeah, he, I guess he has twice as many uh, singles as doubles, but he's pretty much equal. He's got Dude, twice as many crush, home man. runs as doubles. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it is uh, it, it is amazing. But as it turned out, they're probably lucky they signed him because all the other, you know, Kepler, what migraine? I was I was wondering if there was a dust up or something that those guys two left guys left at the same time last yesterday, but uh, I can't imagine them doing that the kid neither of them seem gray or kepler seem to have that kind of personality so i don't know can we be done with max though what walner's yeah. absolutely tearing it up larnick's coming back i just i think the max kepler thing has run its course i do too but i will say about walner he's going to strike out damn near as much as joey gallo he's going to strike out a lot if he comes up yeah. here, he might he'll hit some home runs and do some stuff, and he might take be like Gallo and take walks, but he's going to strike out yeah. a lot. But what does yeah. Kepler so, do now? Like what he can play right field pretty well, but yeah. I just he doesn't. I, I mean, it's just been long enough now. It's not a small sample size thing now. Where he's he under produce. He's under two hundred again. I know that's uh, yeah. It's it's just not. I think he's. I don't think they have to pay him after this year either, right? Is it? I think it was an option. I think it was an option that they don't have to take. But you're right. It's it's time. There's enough left-handed hitting outfielders floating around on this team to uh, not have to not have to put up with this anymore. Plus, doesn't it give the squad an example that? We do have a standard. Yes. You know, there is a like standard. The, they sit here and they, they, they wring their hands of, oh, there's nowhere to put Walner. There's nowhere to, uh-huh. you know, like you know, for a while it was kind of Roy, like Royce Lewis. What do we do? It's like you don't have, the, this isn't the 1999 Yankees lineup here. Okay. No. This is, okay. figure one, it out. One, one question. Who who have they dumped this this administration that surprised us in a situation like this. If they done that, I'm trying to think. There has to be somebody that they got rid of. Not a pitcher. Not a pitcher. But they a had a chance player. to dump Nick Gordon. Nick Gordon wound up being a good utility guy last year. Mm-hmm. But like, 
They no, don't. but I mean, I mean, a real player, a Kepler type, a regular player. Do they ever dump one of these guys? They they keep oh, holding them, thinking they're gonna. It, it's like holding right. on to Delvin Cook, thinking who, who, by the way, was good. But it's like holding on to thinking you're gonna be able to trade him instead of just yeah. say, okay, see ya, goodbye. So yeah, it's we, a good question. I don't, I don't think they have. I don't think yeah. so. Well, it's. Uh, I think the time has come. I think. I think you'd. And if he goes and he's a good player someplace, that's fine. They figured something out that you you have not been able to figure out, right? So. Yep. Which has happened before in in Twins history. So Pat, we gotta we gotta run here, but we will uh, we'll get your Royce thoughts Lewis, on Royce Twins Lewis fame. as the face. Hey, of the big franchise. big game this weekend. I gotta go to big game this weekend, eleven fifteen a.m. in Montemedi. Grandson Luke's team playing. Uh, my stepson's best buddy, Tommy Hansen's oldest kid in a game out in Montemita. I will be there taunting that Hansen kid. By God, we'll be getting on him. <laughs> yes. Screw All that right. Hansen kid. Yeah. Look at that Hansen kid. All right. See you, Pat. All right. Royce Unchained presented by our friends at Power Lodge and Miller Marine. Pick your power, head to the Power Lodge locations in Brainerd, Onamia, Ramsey, Miller Marine, and St. Cloud. And Judd, uh, with temperatures up, prices are down. You can get a Bennington pontoon, maybe like the one you see right here on this YouTube video, for $28,888. And the first eight people to buy get a trailer for $18,88, Judd. And that's a small price to pay because this is one thing. Ladies and gentlemen, may I bring you throttle therapy? It, It is the type of therapy that Minnesota sports fans need. Because now is a time to relax, to gear up for football, to gear up for the fall sports. So, yes, throttle therapy on the Bennington on a gorgeous summer night, just relaxing and forgetting all your troubles. Nothing is better. PowerLodge.com or MillerMarine.com, helping to power Royce Unchained.